Will the death of the cookie kill off a few marketing careers? Stay tuned to find out more. Now, a year ago, I would have answered this question by saying, no, 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 no. You know, there's plenty of time for marketers to create strategies that are going to help them not just survive the deprecation of the third party cookie, but actually thrive and and in many ways come out stronger than they were uh, at the beginning uh, of this disruption brought about by privacy. But there's an article today that is making me think that we are walking off a proverbial cookie cliff. Now, it's really this in ad age where they talk about some data and a report from the IAB, which says that digital ad revenue increases more than 12% despite the pandemic headwinds year over year. Now, put this in context, this is a more than 12% increase in 2020 to $140 billion, uh, according to this new report commissioned uh, by the IAB uh, and conducted by PwC. Now, in fact, the fourth quarter of the year saw the highest revenue on record for digital advertising in more than 20 years. So we're talking about a hell of a rebound from a constriction in spend on digital ads at the beginning of the pandemic. Now, even if you account for the US election spending, this is a massive, massive uptick. Digital video grew in the year by 20.6% to 26.2 billion. Social media ad revenues reached 41.5 billion, up 16.3%. And then programmatic ad revenues increased 24.9% year over year to 14.2 billion. This is staggering, just staggering. Now, the article rightly says it remains to be seen how the end of the third party cookies and other privacy changes will impact these figures moving forward. Let's dig in. And, you know, Susan Hogan, right, a senior VP research and analytics at the IAB, um, I think puts this eloquently. She says that the deprecation of the third party cookies and identifiers leave many to wonder if this level of growth is sustainable. There is some concern that programmatic delivery could be negatively impacted once third party tracking is blocked. And we wholeheartedly agree, as anyone that's been watching Thinking Caps for a while will know, marketers should absolutely heed the advice of the IAB and what Susan Hogan is actually saying. Or, unfortunately, the death of the cookie could also be the death of a few marketing careers. Now, what is the IAB actually saying? And we touched on this a few weeks ago. Well, they have the uh, IAB Outlook, the 2021 Digital Ad Ecosystem Report, again, uh, conducted by PwC. And the report summarizes that business leaders in the digital advertising ecosystem need to ask themselves a key question. Are we operating in a way that provides a clear value exchange to consumers in the long term? Now, they define what value means with sort of three pillars uh, of things that uh, all marketers should be thinking about. One is in, you know, offering value. That can be free services, right? And I won't go into that because that's been something that a lot of people have done for a long time uh, in order uh, to uh, drive engagement. 
The second, they talk about offering uh, things like personalized discounts where the uh, consumer believes that a required action, e.g., you know, sharing additional data, is a fair trade for a discount on the product service. Now, I would say that, that you know, it doesn't have to be about just about personalized discounts. We have been talking about ways that brands can actually offer a value exchange in return for data. Uh, and Cheetah Digital has the capability with Cheetah Experiences to really take this to the next level for consumers. This is everything from sweepstakes to instant wins to uh, surveys to challenges to um, you know personalized product pickers. There's many different ways that you can provide value to a consumer in return for their, for their data. So a good pillar of things for marketers to think about. The third pillar is to offer contextually differentiated or improved experiences. And the example they talk about here is that the consumer gets a desirable bonus for a certain action, e.g. loyalty programs that feels personalized and unique to that individual. Now, this third pillar is something that will necessarily provide a structure for a value exchange long term between the brand and the consumer. And this is why we think that loyalty programs are deeply connected to how brands can actually survive this period of disruption brought around by uh, privacy, which includes the deprecation of third party cookies. Now, I've got Two main action points, right, that I believe that every marketer should heed to best survive the death of the third party cookie and other privacy disruption. The first, as we've just mentioned, is embrace zero party data, right? This is data that is willingly provided to you as a brand by a consumer in return for a value exchange so that you can personalize your advertising, your content, your services, your messages to that consumer um, based on what they've told you. So it's their motivations, their desires, their, their purchase intent told directly to you. This is the gold standard of data in this era of privacy. So I'll put a link into the comment section, which will go to two things, the zero party data playbook, which will give you lots of examples of what other brands have done to provide that value exchange in return for zero party data, plus a link to a video which gives you some practical top tips of how you can actually get started to collect this zero party data. Now, as part of this same point, I would also, you know, what a word of warning really to, to marketers, just be very careful who actually gives you advice around your data strategies moving forward. Um, you know, there's an article here that I just want to reference, which is, you know, many of the, the large marketing services providers do have a checkered history when it comes to data because of their attitudes to leveraging third-party data and selling it on through the ad ecosystem. I mean, just this year, Epsilon has been charged criminally and agreed to pay $150 million as a settlement for the DOJ because they were helping facilitate elder fraud schemes involving phony sweepstakes and psychic, uh, psychic services. Um, and actually, the firm admitted right, that it sold the data of more than 30 million consumers to those behind these fraudulent or deceptive schemes from 2008 all the way through to 2017. So just, just be careful. Make sure that you get advice from firms that have had a consistent view on how to collect data from consumers in a fair and transparent man manner for many years and have got the track record to do that.
Now, the second is embed loyalty right into the heart of your customer engagement strategy. Don't run it off to the side, which typically means a program run by marketing service providers that requires heavy service retainers and that they run loyalty as a silo, right? You need a software as a service approach where the technology is deeply integrated to the rest of the MarTech stack powering customer engagement, right? If you think about it, every customer interaction, every customer signal on any channel should feed into understanding the customer as an individual and be leveraged for offering a value exchange in return for their engagement, their data, and their transactions. Now, remember, if loyalty is a heavily services-led program with large retainers to keep it going, the traditional approach, as I've said, many of, many of these uh, kind of marketing services providers focused on loyalty, it is by definition not properly integrated into your MarTech stack and you will struggle to show the value or survive the death of the third party cookie and other disruption brought about by privacy. Ask yourself this, how integrated is your loyalty technology to your cross-channel messaging vendor, your customer data platform, and your personalization technology? This is literally the most important thing that you can do to embed a value exchange for consumers into the heart of your marketing and not run loyalty as some standalone silo. That's why Cheetah developed the customer engagement suite, the first company in the world to truly embed loyalty technology into the heart of your customer engagement MarTech stack. See you soon.